But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? Everybody, how's everybody doing tonight? How you doing, big fella? I got Big Bride back <laughs> in the studio. You know how I'm doing. There it is. Four and one. Four and one. That's Who what I'm doing. Thought about that. I wish I had other music to play, but I don't. I'm sorry, Bride. Oh, I'm horrible. Twenty six years. Yes. Since we've been this good. Nineteen ninety four. Ninety four, buddy. That was a good year. Ninety four. I was in eighth grade. Where were you at? Uh, fourth grade, fourth I believe. Grade. Wow. Yep. Uh-huh. Let's see, uh, Mrs. Kermansky's class. Eighth grade was junior high, and I had a whole bunch of classes, so <laughs> can't narrow it down to one. Okay. But, uh, we have a great show for you today. We have, uh, we're going to get into the Browns, talk a little, uh, Colts, talk a little Steelers coming up. We have two special guests coming on this oh. afternoon with us. Okay. Uh, we have Jarvis. Courtney coming on with us later on in the show, and I can't wait to talk to him. Him and I have been talking through Twitter for the past, I don't even know how many days now. He's really excited to come on. Cool. And also, here in a second, we're going to get Papa V on before his uh, daughter's soccer game, so we're going to have to do some quick stuff real quick. Sure. So let's get to our shout-outs, Big Brian. What's our shout-outs for today? You got a shout-out? Uh, I would like to shout-out my cousin Vinny, who is not here with us today, because he is wedding planning right come now. Come on, Vin. Hold on. But he is also the El Capitan of my pool team, and we are playing for Las Vegas this week. Okay. So he is there to captain, so I can be here. But also in two weeks, it will be the My Cousin Vinny and Big Bry show. Yeah. Because the fat guy is going on vacation. Where to? We are going down to Disney. The most magical place in the world. Uh, Hey, the boys are clamoring, which you guys heard the boys in the opening, so I hope you guys enjoy the boys. <laughs> uh, so I'm hoping that we will be in Disney middle of February. What do you think about that? Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be great for you. Did, <laughs> Maybe oh, Baker? That's where you propose. Oh, that, that, I, I was, no, uh, you're no, talking about, no, yeah, okay. I'm talking, I was talking about going your wife, to Disneyland because you, know, you got engaged oh, yeah. well, down there, didn't right? Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, it was magical. Yep, it was all downhill after that. Sorry, honey. All right, you got, <laughs> you got anybody you want to shout out, bud? <laughs> Uh, I guess the only shout out I really have is kind of a melancholy shout out because found out at the end of last week that my high school football coach had passed away. So thoughts and prayers wanted to pass along my condolences to coach Fasco's family. And he was a great teacher, tremendous, legendary coach, but he was an even better guy. So I'd see him around town once in a while and We'd talk shop or cut it up, talk football. So it was a big loss to the community down in Medina. So thoughts and prayers to his family, and hopefully the Browns do yeah. something special for him. Hey, condolences. Yep. We uh, we never like to hear news like that, but you know, as long as it was a life served well, that's all that matters, right? Yep. Impacted a lot of lives, that's for sure. All right, so we're going to pause this real quick because we got trivia coming up, but I want to bring in the sponsor of Your our trivia. trivia okay. My trivia. Okay. But I want to bring in the sponsor of right. our trivia. So hold on just one second, everybody. 
And we are on the Fat Boy Hotline with the owner of Curb Appeal Landscaping, also with My Team Sucks, the one, the only, Papa V. Welcome to the show, Papa V. How you guys doing? Hey, We're man. doing good, but how are you doing after you lost to the vampire? Yeah, man, that's pretty rough. <laughs> that, that was pretty rough. Well, you did some shady stuff that we're going to get into after we hang up the phone because you have your daughter's game, which I know you wanted to get a laugh out of it, but you freaked me out pretty good when you did it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had to do it, man. I understand. We'll, we'll, I we'll, we'll, we'll explain later. So how are you thinking about the uh, the Browns' 4-1 and one start, buddy? Man, I'm feeling really good about that. Um concerning part is they're a little bit banged up right now so hopefully you know they can get everybody healthy and let's move to let's move on to the next game yep take out the Steelers yep got to because we're going to Pittsburgh which that is a horrible place to be that's a tall task yes it is are they are they able to have fans there or no? I I don't. Think I think I I watched last week's game a little bit and it looked like they did have some fans there okay okay so, so the poll was up here, and I'm going to ask you because uh, the radio stations up here were kind of messing around. Should uh, should Coach Stefanski make Miles Garrett the team captain and go out for the coin flip? <laughs> that would be yes. I, I yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's will, pretty much will, what every will he, will he probably not probably yeah, not, but no. <laughs> he's the baddest dude on the field. Send a message. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as I heard that this morning, I about fell off the tractor because Brian and I were blowing leaves today. I, I about bit it. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they asked that question. Uh-huh. I'll tell you, though, he's having the season, though. Oh, he he's, he's he should be up for MVP, which we'll oh, yeah. get into that a little bit later. But, Papa V, you came on to take your lumps, and I'm glad you did. You know, we only got you for a quick amount of time because your daughter's soccer game. Um, do you want to shout out Curb Appeal? Sure. Um uh, we service uh, Northwest uh, Ohio, the, typically the Finley, Lima, Bluffton, Van Wert areas. Um, hit me up, 419-236-8814. There you go. And you can also find him at curbappeal419.com, correct? That is correct. All right. Well, Big Bri, you want to you wanna take your lumps with him? Because, you know, his only win is you. Yep. Yep. You're welcome for that. Um I packed it in. I figured, well, I need some company down in the basement with one win. <laughs> and you yeah. thought it was going to be me. Yeah, I, I <laughs> thought for sure you'd be 0-5 by this point. So, thank that, big man. He, his team is not – Jared's team is not bad. I know. Hey, he pieced now, it together somehow. Now it's not because I got Josh Jacobs and Zeke as my running backs. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm taking it all out. <laughs> I think my only gamble was C.D. Lamb, and I th- I'm so it glad I got off. it. paid off it huge. It paid off. It did. That was a big one. <laughs> so, Papa V, I can't thank you enough for coming on with us, and we can't thank you enough for sponsoring our trivia. Um, I'm giving Barai a special trivia from 1994, the last time that <laughs> your Cleveland Browns were 4-1. So, Sean, how were you? How old were you when nineteen ninety four happened? So ninety four, I was um, eleven, ten, eleven, somewhere around there. So you're around Bry's age. Yep. Yeah. Yep, I was ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
What a sad, sad, mm-hmm. miserable 20 years that's been. Last time, that was the last time the Browns won a playoff game. Yeah, it against, is true. Against uh, Parcells, I remember. I mean, it's kind of surprising we're still Browns fans for being so bad for so long. <laughs> hey, but, it's easy to be a New England fan, a Pittsburgh fan. It's hard work being a Browns fan. That, that's true. So that I got I got to tell true. you one story. I went I went back over to see Papa V and my family on the west side of Ohio. Mm-hmm. And we went into BW3s because we wanted to watch the Browns-Steelers game. Okay. And it was, what was it? It was a, was it a Saturday night game? I don't know. I think it was a Saturday night game because they're uh, calling... Thursday night, maybe. It might have been Thursday. No, when, yeah, when the yeah, Browns won? Yeah, probably Thursday. Uh, well, we don't know if they won. Oh. Because <laughs> over there, you'd be surprised. Like, you figured, like, maybe Lions fans, maybe Colts fans, maybe Bears fans, okay. maybe Bengals fans. Okay. I walked into this BW3s and saw nothing but gold and black. Gross. And you know what I did? I looked at Papa V. I said, turn your ass around, get back in the truck. We're not going here. <laughs> I think I know yep. the game you're talking about. I think the Browns won. Because then we ended up going to one of our local bars that we loved to frequent when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And we played some pool there and had a good time. And God, we had some good pizza, too. Lima pizza is no joke. Yeah. Well, they got some good good pizza. And QP. Don't forget about QP. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't like QB. I don't know how you don't like QB. So, Papa V, you got to end this. Me and my sister have been arguing, and you were married to her, so you're going to take my side on this. Is it Fat Jacks or Beer Barrel is the best one in Lima? Oh, Fat uh, Well, I don't like either of them. Uh, I'd say Fat Jacks is better than Beer Barrel. Really? You don't wow. like either of them? I, I don't. What's your go-to pizza place over there? So, my favorite is probably TJ's out in Elida. Oh, I know exactly where TJ's is at. Yep, that's probably my favorite. Worth the drive? It's worth the drive. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's good Brian, stuff. we'll spend a weekend. We'll just hey. eat pizza all weekend. <laughs> yeah, just eat pizza all weekend. I've hey, dreamt of sure that for a long time. Up. Don't tell your make wife, sure though. You hit me up if you come down this way. All right. Definitely, bud. Hey, bud, thanks for coming on with us. I greatly appreciate it. All right, guys. Take care. See, See you, buddy. See ya. All right, so that was Papa V on the Fat Boy Hotline, and I have known Papa V for years, and like I said, he was married to my sister for a short amount of time, and it was her first of three husbands. Okay. Um, we're not going to go down that path, because I don't want her upset with me anymore. No. Um, but Papa V has been a support and listened to us for ever since we started. You Sweet. know, He sponsors our trivia, and guess what, Bri? It's time for that trivia, so let me play that jingle. Come on with it. All right, big fella, you ready? Yeah. All right. 94. 94. Take me back. 94. So you know who our head coach was in 1994. Mm-hmm. Belichick. Okay, you know who the defensive coordinator was. Uh, Saban, I guess. And you knew who the offensive lineman was, offensive line coach, that I threw out to you earlier. Come on. You're oh, not yeah, me I'm that not going to give you that one. Really? Which yeah. was Kirk. Y- yep. Ferentz. You couldn't believe I knew that one. And he blew it. I, I, I was trying to give him a little bit this morning at work, said, hey, so, I want you to study for this a little bit. Just right. think about it. So you had all day to think about it. Right. He named it off in like two seconds. What was the question? What I asked, what was the other coach on that staff that was a head coach? Currently and, active head coach in active, college. Or pros. Or pros. And yeah. it is Kirk Ferentz. 
Ferens, yep, offensive line. So, uh, uh, real, uh, real. I didn't realize he was the actual coach there. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember it. I just remember hearing about. I think there was even like a NFL Network special about the '94 Browns or the '95 Browns. Yes, just how loaded they were with future head coaches, oh, yeah. future general managers. Oh, real. It, they were just ready hey. to blow up. I mean, you have guess Belichick who? and Saban under the same roof. Hey, guess who else was here? Who's that? Mike Lombardi. Mike Lombardi. Oh. <laughs> oh, you have so many great ones, you're bound to have a bad one. So, this team in 1994, mm-hmm. okay, okay, started out the year 4-1. Yep. Okay. Now, I want you, uh, I know you were 10 at the time, mm-hmm. to think back and who gave them their next loss because they went 5-1, and one, they went 6-1, and one, and then they lost. Mm-hmm. So I went with six and one, six and, they and lost. one, and they lost to a Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame quarterback. Yes. Okay. So think really hard because '94 there was a lot of Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Oh yeah. Then. Oh yeah. So think yeah. long and hard about it. All right. Okay. And that trivia is brought to you by Curb Appeal Landscaping. Contact Papa V. He gave you the phone number four one nine two three six eight eight one four. Or curbappeal 419com All right, Bryce. So let's get into this Browns. Come on, baby. 4 1. Can I get a hell yeah? A hell yeah. Hell yeah. 4 and 1. 4 and 1. I, who'd, who'd have thunk after that first game where you're giving me trivia question about how terrible Kevin Stefanski is and telling me he's worse than I just gave you Freddie no, 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 I was talking about the first loss. No, I right. didn't say was he was stats. terrible. I know. But it was just the stats would tell you that he was worse than Freddie Kitchens. But it looks now like we have an adult in the room, buddy. Yeah. Because I understand that, you know, there's some shaky stuff going on. He never deviated. Yeah. He kept he his game out. plan. He didn't freak out. He is cool as a cucumber. And the one thing I do like is his time management that he's doing. Yeah. I he, mean, he's once he gets the lead, it's built this clock out. He's pressing all the right buttons, and I, I kind of was letting you know that, okay, our first week is tough against the Ravens. Oh, yeah. But look past that. We can build some momentum in those next two games against Cincinnati and then Washington. I didn't expect them to take care of business the next two games against Dallas and Indianapolis, but that's just – that's a cherry on top, and let's keep the ball rolling. I mean, every week, we take a step up, it seems. We be- we beat a better opponent every single week. And so, I mean, this week, this is this is what it's all about. This well, is what we've been okay. waiting for for years. Okay, and it's not that we, like, a little bit beat. We would have blown out Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah. We should have blown out the Colts. We let him back in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, special that, teams. On. That special team, that, that kick return for a touchdown was... You know, when... No bueno. When uh, Harrison had the pick six, and we went up 27 to 10, I believe. Yes. I was almost, like, uninterested, because I'm like, okay, we got this game won. Like, whatever. Okay, no big deal. Let's move on to the next week. And then they come back and kind of bring you back to the moment, and you're like, okay, we're only up 10. Settle down. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I mean, the way they played in that first half, I think that was Baker Mayfield's best half of football he's played. Yeah, the second half wasn't so pretty, but he wasn't asked to do much in the second half. Do you want the breakdown? 
Well, he went, what, four for nine with two interceptions in the second no, half, right? No, I have the breakdown right here. Uh, first half, 19 of 28 okay. for 228 yards. That's not horrible. Which is, I think, the most he's ever passed for in a game was like 216 maybe. Okay. So he surpassed that in one half. Two touchdowns. Second half, two of nine Ooh. with two interceptions. So he completed the ball. Just as much to the Colts as he did to the Browns. No, only 19 yards. No, I got to ask you. Last week was kind of blurry for the fat man because of everything that was going on with us. With the Colts game? With well, no, with uh, with our, Dallas, with us recording. Oh, did oh, okay. I predict that Baker would get 300 yards? I think I did. It's possible. I yeah. think I did. He was on. He was well on. He was on his way to 450 yards. I. I he looked good that first half, and once they got the lead, I think Stefanski kind of oh, yeah. pulled. Because uh, once you get the rhythm, you can't. Okay, you can't have your quarterback get in rhythm like that and then just yank it out from that quickly. You right. got to let him kind of wind down because he's still. Plus, also, there was like three passes that hit his <laughs> wide receivers in the hands. Jarvis Landry was two. two. And I mean, Odell right in the got hands. held on the other one. Oh yeah, I think. he did. But um, they're not going to call that. No, no. But just the fact that I don't know, it was probably a mixture of play calling, not being great, not staying aggressive. And then Baker just not playing as well, losing that momentum in halftime. And then also, don't forget, towards the end of the game, he took a hit. Oh, yeah. He, oh, he took a real big hit. Yeah, I thought it was his shoulder or something. Uh, they're saying it's his ribs. They're calling and, it ribs. And he is good to go for next week. He claims that, what do he say, mama didn't raise no wuss. Yeah. So he's going to play. Well, of course he's going to play. What do you think about that? You want to know why he's going to play? Yeah. Drew Bledsoe. That's why he's going to play. <laughs> oh, you think Case Keenum might be the next Tom Brady, huh? I'm not saying that, but you know how quickly if you... If you are not that starting, don't let lineup, him see your backup. Don't let him see your backup yeah. because guess what? Browns fans love the backup. But if he comes out, I mean, hats off to you for trying to play and trying to be tough. Great for you. But if you come out and you look like you did in the second half, I'm going to send you right to the bench because the Browns can win this game against Pittsburgh with Case Keenum. I don't know if they can do it with a 70% Baker Mayfield. Well, we're going to see, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just hope Baker kind of does not have that mindset that it's all or nothing. It's me. I have to prove how tough I am. Oh, Do yeah. what's best for the team. So You have a capable backup behind you. Oh, yeah. But, you know, like you said, if it's, you know, if he's starting to hurt, you got to bring in Case Keenum because you don't want to, first off, you don't want to injure him more because yeah. they got T.J. Watt, Dupree. They got a solid pass rush. Right, right. So, and they, I heard today that they have the most QB. Uh, they have the most sacks. Well, the most sacks, but the QB hurries. QB yeah. hurries. They have and the most the sacks, and they've played one less game than everybody else. Well, it was Tennessee's fault. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I, you know, how would you have felt t- watching the end of the Browns-Colts game? How would you have felt if the Colts had taken the lead or tied it up at the end and you had to send Baker out there to go win it for you, knowing that he's less than 100% because he was not looking good at the end of that game. Bud, I hear you, but you have to. Yeah, you I know. But you, I know you have to, but would you have been super ner- I mean, a normal honest, Baker Mayfield I've been okay with, but okay, he was I, I, hurt. I understand. 
I would have been a little bit nervous. I would have been very nervous. Okay, but at that point in time, you have to go what was getting you there. Yeah. And Dearness Johnson saved this game for the Browns. What a run. No, what a block. Hubbard. Hubbard. And Hollywood. You know what? Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. They sealed that whole side, and next thing you know, Dearness Johnson was gone. And it looked like, I don't know if it was the exact same play call, but it looked a lot like the touchdowns that Nick Chubb had against Washington. Exactly. The guard pulling left. And then the wide receiver cutting down. Yep, yep. And I don't know if it was the same call or not, but, man. Look at us talking X's and O's. Oh, I'm telling you. I mean, it's a guard's dream to get out in space like that and just blow up a linebacker or a defensive back. I guess that's why they love Wyatt Teller so much is because he likes to move and he likes to punish people. Yeah, Wyatt Teller. Hopefully he's back. I don't. He's day to day. They're calling him week to week. week I heard, week. Okay. which means I'm not counting on him this week. So obviously, Greedy's out for Greedy's out. So three games are plus. we are we going to uh, call Greedy what it is? Is he going to be that second round bust because no, he can't no, get on no. the field? I'm not ready to call him that. You know, right? He hasn't been on the field in two years. He was on the field like half of last year, and that doesn't count. That was his rookie Denzel year. Denzel Ward was on the field half of last year too. And Denzel Ward's playing through a whole bunch of stuff right now and playing caliber, yeah. top caliber, right, football. right. But I'll give Greedy at least another year, maybe two. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying you count on him because the way they made it sound, he was like questionable for this past game. They said it's a nerve thing, and now they're like, well, hopefully we get him back this year. Yeah, they said it's like a nerve thing in his shoulder, so, like a pitched nerve. Right. I, you know, I get it. I'm fat. I got a pitched nerve everywhere. I, I got to know pitch... if you have nerves. I, I really don't. It's just flubber. It's it's flubber and uh, log gravy. Well, log gravy. Uh, chocolate shakes. So, <laughs> you're... so... <laughs> Go straight to my ass. Sorry. All right. Uh, so, so... My, let's talk about Miles Garrett, man. Hold on. I got a stat for you for Miles Garrett. Okay. Okay. So we are taking out the Baltimore game because obviously he didn't show up for the Baltimore game. I mean, nobody did. Okay. So since the Baltimore game, mm-hmm. six sacks, three forced fumbles, three strip sacks, two fumble recoveries, 10 quarterback hits. Mm-hmm. He is second in the NFL in sacks, tied for first in forced fumbles, tied for or actually first in strip sacks, tied mm-hmm. for first in fumble recoveries, tied for third in quarterback hits. How is he not getting any pull? And I understand it's a defensive guy, but he is the best player on the Browns. There is no hands down about it. He yeah. is the best. If it wasn't for Miles Garrett, I don't know where our defense would be. Yeah, and I was trying to think this past week, and it, maybe it's a no-brainer at this point, but – you asked me who the most irreplaceable guy on the Browns is. There's no chance. Uh, it's Miles Garrett. But see, the thing is, is the way he's playing. Vernon has stepped up his game. The defensive How line is not. The defensive line You're is playing phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. And then to have the amount of turnovers that we've had. Now, granted, we give up some yardage, mm-hmm. but we're getting takeaways, Big Bry. We're getting yeah. a lot of takeaways. Yeah, in. in I remember they were talking, I think there was maybe 12, 13 minutes left in the game, and Phillip Rivers had 18 dropbacks, and he was pressured on 15 of them, which is absurd. Who knows how many Miles Garrett had, but 
I mean, Miles Garrett caused all of them because so, he's getting double, triple teamed every single play. Yeah. And so it's opening up the other guys. And even with backups, you know, we had Ogan Joby out. <laughs> uh, Jordan Elliott got hurt. Got hurt. And I haven't heard Clay, what, what Clay, his deal is. Claiborne had to play defensive tackle for a couple yeah. snaps. Yeah. So, so, I mean, we're a little thin there. I mean, there's so much attention being paid to Miles Garrett. And rightly so. Definitely rightly so. But it's opening these other guys up for and somehow Miles Garrett is still getting it done. What's he leading the league in sacks? Or if he's not, he's very close. Uh he's second. Aaron Donald has eight. Yeah, because Aaron Donald had I think four yeah. against yes. Alex Smith. Yes. I feel bad for Alex Smith. Right, right. Hey yeah. I I'm happy for Alex Smith. I feel bad for Alex Smith. Because he doesn't have an offensive line and like that is amazing for him to come back. Oh, yeah. that, I mean that you want to talk about stories. That is absolutely amazing. Comeback player of the year already. And <laughs> he only played a half. Exactly. So yeah, it was um, unbelievable. So Brian, I got to ask you, mm-hmm. you know, if, if Miles Garrett isn't the MVP, there's only like in my head, there's only two people that deserve it so far. Okay. Right? Uh, you gotta go with Russell Wilson. Yep, I think because he's a front he runner. is just unreal. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, you gotta go Patty Mahomes, right? Or Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen with what he's doing. I think you know. With I anything. mean, I think Josh Allen will come back down. Yeah, he but will. He but will. I mean, still, you th- sit there and think about it. Like it, it's pretty much Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. You throw his name yeah, in there too. I hate Aaron Rodgers. I'm just you telling know, you. You know, I hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but just the the ball he's playing. I mean, it's it's a quarterback award. Miles Garrett doesn't have oh, a real, unless Miles Garrett has thirty sacks, and he doesn't have last, a realistic chance. Do you know the last defensive player to get it? Charles Woodson. Nope. Somebody won it after him. Oh, no. he was defensive MVP. Okay. Yeah. Um, MVP of the league is a defensive player. Yep. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, it just. But I mean, that puts you. That shows you where Miles is at, though, because. Yeah. You know, I sat here and clamored. I'm like, where the hell was he after the first game? Guess what? Miles is there every game now. Did you see the bull rush that he put on that left tackle and bull rushed him right on Redwine's interception? Oh, yeah. He bull rushed yeah. that left tackle straight into Phillip Rivers. And Phillip Rivers, did, it reminded me of um, Ohio State when uh, Bosa took out their fullback straight into the quarterback, Hackenberg, and took him down that way. Just ran the fullback right into him and sacked both of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, do what you got to do. And that guy didn't stand a chance. Their left tackle, because Costanza was out. He's a damn good player, and they had their backup in there. So you have to triple-team Miles Garrett at that but point. He is like a man of books boys. Like, I, and I hate and to say it. And we got him for seven more years? And we got him for, oh, God, we I got think. him for seven more years. I mean, please stay healthy. Seven more years. Please stay healthy. Wow. Oh, I'm telling you. Hold on, hold on. Knock on wood. Yep. All right, there it but, is. So watching it, watching the game, the defense stepped up. The offense gave him the lead in the first half. The defense made enough plays in the second half to contain that lead. And Ronnie Harrison, pick six. Pick six. Hell he's, yeah. But he's Get him good. in there more often. He is in concussion protocol I know, right now. Right. But for Redwine to come in and get a pick as soon as he came in. I forgot we even had him. It looked... He looked good when he got that yeah. pick. He just ball hawked that thing. What is the deal? Why isn't he playing more? Especially with Carl Joseph out last week. Why isn't he playing more when Sandejo is just struggling week in and week out? Two more, like 30-plus receptions this past week. Right. 
Do you know why they love Zidane? Because of the coaches? I don't know. Because of the coaches and because he likes to lay the wood. Yeah, give me a break. But you got to cover. Right. You can't give up those big plays. You can't give up those big plays. Especially this week when you're going to go against Roethlisberger, who keeps the play alive for three, four, five seconds. And you got Juju. You got... Somebody's going to break Their new rookie, Claypool, who showed out. Yeah, I'm not buying into him. Uh, you could say that, but we'll talk about him pretty... later. I know we're going to talk about it now because we're getting ready to go to the Steelers. Oh, okay. You're dumb. You're moving on. Well, I mean, what else you got left uh, for the Colts? Nah, I because I mean, I mean, Jonathan Taylor looked good, right? Cody, hey, shout out Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey banking that thing in. Another one. Just banking perfect. that thing in. Perfect this year. It was not perfect. He no. He is. Perfect. Oh yes. He has not missed a field goal no, or an. Extra but he point. completely iced the game down. By banking it right yep. off that left up. I give the kicker hey, some love. I'm sitting there. I'm laughing so hard because I had to be super dad, which we've all we discussed this weekend. Okay. Yep. So I'm sitting there trying to cook dinner, trying to watch the game, trying to do a whole bunch of stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. And I come back in, and I got the radio on in the kitchen. I got the TV on in the living room, and the kids are doing whatever the kids are doing, playing tablets, whatever. Right. So I'm sitting there going. What the hell's going on? I'm like, I couldn't figure out. I heard the D- Ernest Johnson run, yep. right? Then yep. I got so excited about that. I'm oh, like, well, man. they're going to ice the game. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there like, all right, Cody Parkey, what was it, 46? Something like that. 42, 42. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And I hear Donovan go, kick is up. And I'm like, oh, crap. And I was waiting for, guess what, folks? You missed it again. <laughs> no. But no, I heard, and it's good, off the left, upright. I'm like, yeah. holy cow. Yep. Like, I didn't see the kick, but hey. Kudos keep, to them for uh, picking up Parky. Yeah. He's, I mean, that's what I'm telling you. He's a professional kicker. He might not be great. He's not going to kick you a 55-yarder or a 60-yarder like Harrison Butker, but 50 in, he's solid. Oh, yeah. So, I, before we get into the Steelers, <laughs> okay, I got to admit, it's so much nicer having you here in Fat Boy Studios. <laughs> the revamp, Am I that good looking? You, you are, are that good looking, but the I'm revamp. Blushing. The revamped Fat Boy Studios, and I want you to tell everybody, I did some hard work at these Look Fat Boy this. Studios. I know, right? I got all the Browns gear up. I got their tables set up. I got everything set up. Why, I hope you enjoy it. Why are you parking me in front of this Ohio State? Thing? By the way, yeah, I put Bryce's microphone right in front of a reserve Jerk. parking Ohio State Buckeyes. Jerk. But he'll be all right, because you're bringing over some other Brown stuff, correct? Yep, I got some Browns gear. Because My wife won't let me put it up. In exactly. You can bring it. This is like our own personal <laughs> Fat Boy Studios. This is our man cave. Okay. We're going to have a beer fridge here soon. Yep. And it's going Saint to St. Paulie's Girl neon sign. Oh, so, there it is. Oh, nice. I don't Saint have one. No, oh, I no? don't have one. Okay. Because I was thinking about uh, get your crabs here from uh, Eat at Joe's. Okay. I was thinking about one of those arrow signs. So I can turn on so my kids won't come up and bug us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm so not touching that. Let's get into the Pittsburgh Squealers. Yep. All right. They suck. When was the last time the Browns and the Steelers had a game fighting for first place in division? I'm probably going against 1994. You're probably right. But they still suck. Nice. Okay. Here I you hate, go. I hate Here the Steelers. Go. Let me tell you. I hate the Steelers. How bad the Steelers suck. All right? You ready for this? They're 4-0. Okay. Big whoop. Not impressed. You're 4-0 for the first time since 1978. That's a long. That's a lot longer than 94. Yeah, I understand you have zero losses, but you only have four wins. Give me a break. Here, who, here's who your four wins are against. New York Giants, 0-5. Denver Broncos, 0-6. 
0-4. Houston Texans, 1-4. Philadelphia Eagles, 1-3-1. For a grand total of 2-16-1. That's your opponents. So if there's any Steelers fans out there listening, you're probably not listening, let's be honest. But if you are listening, first off, don't look at your sister that way. Second off, plan a regular bath, maybe once a week or so, maybe on Saturday. So I don't want to hear how great the Steelers are because people have been hyping them off all, hyping them up all off season, and I'm sick of it. It's kind of like they were doing to the Browns last year. Everyone's like, think they have this special secret. Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be really good. I'm picking them to win. To beat the Chiefs, this and that. No, give me a break. They're washed up. Big Ben has. I think here's my bold prediction for this game. Big Ben does not finish the game. Wow, you really? Yeah, no. We're gonna see Mason Rudolph again. Yeah, I'm uh, just gonna leave that one. <laughs> just gonna leave that. No, one. you don't want no part of that. What? No part of that one. Okay, no, maybe it's Duck. It. it could be Duck. I don't nah, even know. I'm just leave it. I mean, we'll find it. out who their true backup is. Hold maybe on. it's. Let's uh, let's. What do we think about Mason Rudolph? I hope I hope Mason Rudolph plays. <sighs> I I scored seven points against us last year. <laughs> yeah, bring Chase Claypool. Did you did you see the game last week where he scored four touchdowns? Yes. Two, maybe three of them were probably the easiest touchdowns you've ever seen. One of them was like a screen pass. He didn't even get touched from like the three-yard line. He just waltzed right in. The only reason Pittsburgh is force-feeding Chase Claypool is because they don't want to pay Juju. They know Juju's either gone this year or... They want to lower his value so they can afford to sign him. So they're just going to force feed it to Chase Claypool like he's something special. Dude was a second round pick. Give me a break. In a- okay, I, I I hear you, but isn't it weird how the Steelers find those wide receivers? No, no. Give me a no, break. No, no, no. It's weird. Give me a break. Weird. When Mason Rudolph is the quarterback well, in hold on. a well, year we, and a half, I under- you're going to tell me how terrible okay. their wide receivers are. I, I get that, but I mean, yeah, he's playing with a Hall of Famer. Let's, I mean, what? Now, Big borderline, ben, borderline Hall of Famer. Borderline my ass. Borderline. He did nothing to help them win their first Super Bowl championship. He hurt them. Eli Manning was a Super Bowl MVP for Buddy, both Super Bowls. He he made the pass to win of the other. Was he MVP in either one of those games? It doesn't matter. He was not. He's no. got the yard. He's been the most. He had the most passing yards in how many years? A couple years. He had the most touchdowns in a couple years. Listen it's, to it's, you sticking up I'm, for Ben. I hate him. I I've met him before, and he's a big old dumb dumb. <laughs> all right, I understand this. <laughs> But I gotta give him his due because no. you know the thing that he's done. No, he's, he's kicked the Browns' ass. Right? Hey, he didn't right, even play a game. Right. Came in in the second half and kicked our ass. Well, if that's your bar, if that's where it's at for making it into the Hall of Fame, beating the Browns, then there's about thirty guys okay, in the last so, ten years. On. So you don't think that he is Hall of Fame material? I think he's borderline. I don't. I think Are he's you serious. Yep. Who yep. do you think's above him? Eli Manning to start out. If you don't think Eli's a Hall of Famer, then Big Ben certainly is not okay. a Hall of Famer. So you say that. Um, one of the Eli Super Bowls, he just lucked one up in the air, and his wide receiver bailed his ass out. He beat Tom Brady twice. How many times has Big Ben beat Tom Brady in the playoffs? 
I don't know if it's ever happened because Tom yeah. Brady picks apart that defense. Touche. Keep playing zone against Tom Brady. He'll pick you apart. Way to go, Mike Tomlin. Touche. Thank you. All right. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. All right. So we're... so back to this week, though. Go ahead. I got to get the scores from my cousin Vinny because he's being a tool bag. Okay. So I just got done telling you how bad their opponents have been this whole year. And I watched the end of last week's game against Philadelphia. Uh, first off, Philadelphia had multiple chances to win it, even though they screwed up a lot. They had a 57-yarder field goal. Dude missed it by probably a foot. I understand a 57-yarder is not automatic or anything, no. but he missed it by a foot. So if that goes in, they take the lead with like two minutes left. And then a couple plays later, pass to Eric Ebron. He has it, caught it. Two feet on the ground, and then they punched it loose. They called it incomplete pass. So if he has it for another quarter of a second, that's a fumble right there. And then after that, they got uh, Claypool another touchdown. So it wasn't. It was a lot closer than what the final score would tell you it was. But I'm I'm not impressed. Yeah, everyone wants to talk about how great their defense is. They just gave up 28, 29 points to yeah. the Eagles. Yeah. Carson Wentz, who I think is like the worst rated passer in the league. So this is a winnable game. This is not like Baltimore week one, where I said I'd be happy if they come within 10 points of them. This is a game I expect the Browns to win. All right. And I think they're maybe four and a half point underdogs. Okay. So, I mean, we'll get to our picks, but. We'll get to our picks at the end of the show. Uh, the one thing I'm looking forward to is I want to see this defense against those wide receivers yeah because the only reason why is yeah juju's juju whatever yeah i get it but ward's been playing his ass off buddy mm-hmm. mitch has been playing his ass off too true okay i want to see how they do and the one bright spot that i've seen so far and not many people are going to say it malcolm smith it's yeah. not out there that often, but he's been covering tight ends he's been doing everything he needs to do he's their best coverage linebacker and, no doubt. Uh, and now that we got Mac back, mm-hmm. full strength, he's ready to go. He's chomping at the bit, Brian. Oh, oh he's chomping oh, at the bit. He's still he's still a little butt hurt from uh, NFL.com ranking them as the thirty second best linebacking. Corner. I know, I know, and uh, you know something? They're not playing horrible. The linebackers. It's the secondary no. that's been kind of giving up the yeah. bigger gaps. Well, and we saw last week if you can get pressure on the quarterback, just rushing your four down linemen like they did last week, it makes it a lot easier for your linebackers and your secondary. So you remember when Miles Garrett was drafted? Yep. He knows why he was drafted. Mm, yeah. I he even came night. out He came out and said it. He that knew why night. he was drafted. Mm-hmm. We finally get to see it. Yeah. Miles, Miles isn't hurt. Big Ben's not hurt anymore. I want to see if they can actually contain the beast that is Miles Garrett. And you know something? After watching last year and what they tried to do against Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. ain't going to happen because who is a Villanueva? Yep, could not even come close to stopping Miles Garrett. He could. I watched him backpedal and fall on his ass because Miles Garrett was pushing him down to the ground. Too fast, too quick, um, too powerful, too powerful. We heard this past week, uh, Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Wright compared him to Bruce Smith. 
that he is. I wish Vinny was here because I give props to Bruce Smith. But uh, Bruce Smith was a legend. And I heard today that David he, DeCastro and is it Marquise Pouncey? One, one of the Pouncey boys. They're both questionable. So if either one of them is out, that's a huge loss for their offensive line. Oh, that would be oh the, the beast. I, I think – I probably now, expect at least one of them to play. I can't remember which one. But, now, um, we both know it's hard to take down Big Ben. We both know it. Yep. But are you just, like, honestly just sitting there like a kid at Christmas, waiting for Miles Garrett to come around the end and just spear, like, just spear Big Ben and just wreck him? I think I think Miles Garrett has a giant bullseye on his back this week because of what happened last year. They're not going to let, and because of what we've all seen the first four games, five games, we've all seen him just wreck offensive lines. So they're going to double, they're going to triple team him. They'll probably take some cheap shots at him, to be honest. And that's completely fine because guess what? He lines up wherever he wants to. As soon as he finds the best matchup on the line, he lines up over that person, whether it be defensive tackle, right tackle, left tackle, it does not matter. He's been lining up everywhere, and Joe Woods has been letting him do it. And thank you, Joe Woods, for doing that because he is your best player. Line him up where the best advantage is. You can chip him with a tight end. You can try let him let him try to do the tight end, the tackle, and the uh, running back again. Because guess what happens? That means people from the outside, Malcolm Smith, everybody else that's blitzing, is going to get their chance. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Let him do what you got to do. And it sounds like we're going to get Ogunjobi back this week, hopefully. So. That would be a big gain for this defensive line. But moving to the other side of the ball, you talked about how Pittsburgh leads the league in sacks this year. So you might be a little worried about it. We all know Blitzburg, they're going to blitz like crazy. But bring it on. With the Browns' offensive line, I'll take my chances. Kevin Stefanski knows what's coming. He'll be ready for it. You look at our offensive tackles. Jedrick Wills this year, only giving up seven uh, hurries. Yes. And Jack Conklin, only giving up four. So between the two of them, they've only given up 11 pressures. It, you know, They're rated the best offensive line right now. Yep. So it'll be fun watching it. I mean, they know we're going to run the ball. We know we're going to run the ball. So it's going to be strength on strength again for the second straight week. And it... What worries me a little bit is because week one, Pittsburgh focused on stopping the run against Saquon Barkley, and I think he had like six yards rushing or something like that. Maybe it was negative. I can't remember. Something very low. And so they made a conscious effort to stop the Giants from what they were doing best, and they said, we'll let Daniel Jones try and beat you. Well, they're going to do the same thing to Baker Mayfield. And it's going to be up to Baker to do what he has to do to get us a win. And he did it last week in the first half. We just need that con- to continue for a second half. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Hey, I can, I, all I want is a Cleveland win against Pittsburgh. That's all. I mean, for once, for once we're going in there with more hype than we did last year. You know what I mean? Like, the, we are an actual legitimate team. It's not like oh, we say we're good and blah, 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 blah. No, we're coming in with a legitimate team mm-hmm. that is focused for once. They're 
focused on what they have to do. And that's the best thing about it is I can't wait for them to just take a bite out of the Steelers. And you know what? I can't wait for Joe Hayden to see it. <laughs> I love Joe Hayden. He's yeah. one of my favorite Browns players. Yeah. I love Joe Hayden. I understand why you had to go. I get it. I get it, bud. But I just, you're a Steeler now. You do great for Cleveland, but you're a Steeler now. And guess what? You know when that happens? Piss with you. Yep. <laughs> and, and we'll find out this week because the stakes are so high and because the Browns have been so hot. You're going to find out Kevin Stefanski is the right coach for you because he's not going to let you get a big head or start looking forward to next week or last thinking about last week. He's going to get this team focused. Go 1-0 every single week. That's his motto. All right, Bryce. Are you ready for this? Yep. We have our special guest coming on here just real quick. Jorvis the Tank Courtney is coming on live with us. Give us one second. So live via Zoom with us, we have Jarvis the Tank Courtney. And I cannot thank you enough for coming on with us. It is a complete whim of me reaching out to you and asking you. You actually said yes to us. So I greatly appreciate you coming on with us. Most definitely. Most definitely. So I got to ask, how is training going for you? Because you just quit training and came on with us. Yeah, man, it's it's. I'm dominating every training session, man. Right now, it's just tired right now, but, you know, got to put in the work, man. You know, just grinding and fighting every day for that one opportunity. And I, we are behind you 100%. Uh, also, I wanted to bring up, you know, we we brought up, uh, you know, I saw on your profile that you're doing this for your grandmother. Right? Yes, sir. And I shared you a story behind the scenes about my grandmother and what she meant to me. And I totally understand what you're doing. And you are making mm-hmm. her proud every day you're doing it. So I just wanted to get that out first. And I want to thank you for doing that. Yes, sir. Uh, you have a, is he one? Sure, sir. Is he one-year-old son? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, he won. He's one? Wow. I miss yeah. those times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is he driving you crazy yet? He just he he got so much energy. Uh, they <laughs> just hey, gotta keep up with him. Hey, I got two and they're seven and they're crazy. Uh-huh. They get more <laughs> intense. So be careful. It's okay. Right. <laughs> so Brian, you got anything you want to ask him? Yeah, I'm just I'm wondering. You're talking about your training and everything. How has this year? been different for you and your training with the whole pandemic and everything going on how did that screw up your plans and how are you moving forward at this point um it really didn't kind of mess anything up you know they kind of had moved the gym outside um they got me outside doing my speed and agility training usually i do that inside but you know right now like it's a lot of stuff shut down i do my speed and agility uh in the morning and in the afternoon, I do my strength training. So nothing has really changed, but literally everything is outside right now, which is is, is even better for me, honestly. Uh-huh. Has anything changed with uh, the scouting process or your workouts uh, when you go try out for these teams? Uh, yeah, it, it did. Um, I was at the time before the pandemic and everything hit. I was in Kansas playing for uh, Salon and Libby in the CIF. Mm-hmm. And I was out there for two weeks. Um, during camp, I was dominating everything like that, just getting ready for the season. And then the virus and everything hit, you know, I had some scouts that was going to be at the game looking at me, but you know, that the, with the p- pandemic, you know, that kind of set me back. So they had sent, uh, the players back home 
you know, as soon as I had landed in Maryland, I just, you know, jumped right into training where I've been training for some months now. And then not too long ago, uh, I had this NFL worker out in California. Uh, the hub football I had got selected for that camp. Mm-hmm. I went out there. I did what I had to do. I had uh, me and my agent, we talked uh, We talked to a couple of scouts or whatever. So now we just, you know, I'm doing what I have to do. My agent doing uh, everything he has to do. We just, you know, sitting back, just waiting for the phone call right now. So I got to ask, how was it out there at the hub? Because you told me about it. That's that's kind of why we uh, canceled our first meeting because of you were heading out there and things were kind of hectic. And then the second meeting yeah. was my fault because uh, we work at a golf course and we uh, put in a 14-hour day and I did not feel like, no offense, talking to you and not giving you our best because yeah. we were completely exhausted. Yeah understandable um it was it was good out there you know it was it was a good experience you know having a guy uh, eugene he played for uh i think it was the new england patriots or whatever now he's coaching with the philadelphia eagles or whatever having him coaching me up you know giving me some insides or whatever it was definitely you know sending a big tool for me you know helping me get closer to the nfl and everything like that and i basically was out there i was dominating. I had to, uh, you know what I'm saying? I did everything I had to do, you know what I'm saying? Just for that, for the scout to see me and just for one organization just to give me that opportunity. But it was, it's definitely, definitely was a, a good opportunity. So I got to ask you, how was your time in Cleveland? Because you did come to Cleveland. Yeah, man. It was, man. I landed in Cleveland. It's so crazy because once I got in Cleveland, I just felt like I was home. It felt like home. Yeah. The fans, everybody wanted to see me. Everybody was writing me, stuff like that. It was just like they were showing me so much love. And, you know what I'm saying, I never had that that type of support before. And the, the Cleveland fans, you know what I'm saying, they've been supporting me since day one. And I appreciate every single last one of them. Um, it was it was good, man. I hung out with some people, you know. They showed me around and everything like that. I went to the stadium or whatever. They got a, had, had got a jersey made or whatever. Because that was actually my first – NFL jersey ever and they was like man it will only be right if you know you get your name on it because you're not a fan you're an athlete I was like all right so you know we went and got my jersey made and everything like that and the fans were like man we want you we need you they was like we only you only need one opportunity I said man I'm ready to go right now (laughs) now that's that's the one great thing about Cleveland fans is we are definitely passionate people most definitely so you live in Maryland correct Yes, sir. Okay. Where at? Is it outside of Baltimore? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm at the bottom of the map, man. So, Lexington Park, Maryland, Samuels okay. County. Okay. Don't nobody uh-huh. really know about us. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to do everything I can in my power to put my city on the map. You, you'd be surprised. A lot of people, because uh, my wife is from West Virginia, and uh-huh. as soon as she knew that you're coming on with us, she got really excited. Because you yeah. played for West Virginia at some point in time. Was it the uh-huh. Rough Riders you played for? Yeah, I did, yep. Oh, nice. Hey, <laughs> my wife is just crazy. I'm not going to lie. She's crazy. <laughs> so with you being a family man as you are, all right, mm-hmm. we had a while ago, we, we did a uh, family meals, right, Brian? Yep. And we wanted <clears throat> to know... You know, for us, you know, like our family meals are kind of hearty. You know, everybody gets together and it's either lasagna or spaghetti or, you know, fat people food. Let's be honest. Yeah. So I want to know what your family meal is like when you're at home with your family and you put out a spread. What's your family meal like? I mean, it's just 
it's everything for real. I mean, <laughs> it's not like how it would be on Thanksgiving. Like literally, everything is on the table. But like for us, you know, we do like fried chicken or lasagna, you know, corn, uh, sweet potatoes, cornbread, stuff mm. like that. No, I I gotta ask because we got an argument about uh, crockpot foods. And yeah. The one thing we brought up was soup beans. Have you ever had soup beans? No. Okay, so soup beans <laughs> are uh, pinto beans with like a ham hock or chunks of ham in it. You eat it with cornbread. It's that they call it soup beans because it's kind of like a soup. I think I had that before. I don't know the name of, it, but I think I had it before. Actually, I think my grandmother had made that before. All right, because <laughs> that's what we we call it here, like a poor man's food, because you can make a lot of it for cheap, and everybody um, gets full. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's the only reason why is because like when we make it, it comes in like a, it, oh good god, it comes in a cast iron skillet like you wouldn't believe. Like uh-huh. <laughs> my grandmother made it for us, and it was. We could eat. She's like, "Are you done with that? Here, here's another bowl." And it's like, "I'm good, good. <laughs> I'm good, mammal. I'm good." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so what's the goal now? Okay, so you are trading still. You're waiting to hear from teams. How can we help you get uh, everything out? Uh, just you know, continue to get my name out there. Uh, target the teams. You know, um, I be tagging a lot of players, coaches. You know. I've seen it a couple of GMs that had pages on Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, big time sports channels and stuff like that. You know, just to probably get some. I just need one person to see me. That's it. Hey, that's- just one person. And just that that one opportunity, that's, that's all it's going to take. Like, the first drill that they give me, they're going to know, okay, he's the one. It's not going to take 10, 15 minutes. It's the first drill I get on. They're going to see, okay, he's hungry. Give me my opportunity. I'm going to show you what I can do. I'm telling you, we need you. We need you here in Cleveland because we have maybe six, possibly seven offensive linemen. After that, it falls off a cliff. So we hope to be seeing you soon. And we're definitely definitely 100% behind you. We already told you that. So anything you need from us, you let us know. We will spread the word. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Appreciate it. Now, I do have to ask before we get you off here, because I don't want to take up to your time because you worked out today. You did great. Yeah. Your go-to food. Like, you were here in Cleveland. Did somebody Mm -hmm. actually take you out and get you some Cleveland food? Yeah. um, His name on Twitter is Always Positive J or something like that. Love Always Positive J. We we know That is my – that's that's my man. If – if he's listening to this, you is the man for real. Like we uh the first day when I landed, me and him, we went out for food and he took me to uh what was the name of the place? I think it was like a barbecue place or something like that. And Mabel's? man Was it downtown? Oh huh? Was it downtown? Yeah, it was downtown. Mabel's. It's not too far from the stadium. Mabel's. And is it is it like a uh is it like a uh they got like a uh is it like a closed store, like right beside it, almost? It's like, a, oh my goodness, I can't remember the name of that store. It might be that place. It was, Man, that it's, food was so it, good. Mabel's is like and in I was an telling, alley. I said, yeah, yeah. And yep. uh, I was yep. telling I was like, man... I ain't come here just to eat all this food, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I get my opportunity. I can't go out there being sluggish, man. So I ain't trying to eat all this food. So I, I was picking at 
I was picking at it, you know what I'm saying? It tastes good, but I said, I'm going to eat the rest of this after I get my opportunity with the Browns and then, you know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> awesome. But the food was awesome, That's man. an off-season meal. The food meal. was awesome, yo. I definitely got to get some of that food, hopefully play. Ah, uh, perfect. Well, bud, I'm going to let you off here and get you some rest, okay? Yes, sir. All right, you take care of that boy of yours. Most definitely. And if you talk to Positive J, I have reached out to him and got nothing from him. Tell him to hook me up, all right? All right, I got you. All I right. got his cell phone number. I got you. All right, you tell, you tell him the fat man wants to talk to him, all right? <laughs> all right, I got you, man. All right, hey, thank you so much for coming on with us. We greatly appreciate it, all right? Yes, sir, most definitely. Thanks for the opportunity. All right, best of luck, and we're behind you 100%, bud. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. You the man, Jarvis. God bless you. God bless. Well, Brian, that was Jarvis Courtney on with us. Yeah, hell of a story. We had uh, we had a little hiccup with some audio that uh, you know I'm going to try to sift through and see what we got. But a great story, great man. Yeah, if you don't, we didn't have a whole lot of time to get into it too in depth. But if if you want to know what he is and what he's all about, Google him. Because like, it's a tremendous amazing. story on just how the can-do attitude and the never give up, and you know he's been he, through you know, many things where both of us probably would have quit a long know, time ago. You know something I told him, and I, I'm telling you this now. You know this. We both talked, and this is kind of our dream. Mm-hmm. We love talking sports, mm-hmm. okay? And we actually went through and followed our dream. And as soon as I saw that he was going after his, I'm like, I got to at least get him one here because he's absolutely amazing. Sure. Such an inspirational man to work and do whatever he's got to do to get to the NFL. So if you're listening to this, please look up Jarvis Courtney, follow him on Twitter, get his story out there. Let's get this guy a chance because Mm -hmm. he definitely deserves it. He really does. He's as genuine as they come. I mean, and when he says that he is going to pull and hit somebody, he's going to pull and hit somebody because the look on his face when he said he needs one chance, that's his motto. Hashtag one chance. I wasn't kidding. I mean, we we need him. Other than, so if Teller's out this week, we got Hubbard and we got Nick Harris. Other than that, we don't have a whole lot behind our offensive line. No, we don't. We need him. Thank you so much, Jarvis. If you listen back to this, you did great. Thank you so much for coming on with us. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. All right, Bryce. So now it's time to get into the crappy part. What's the crappy part? LeBron. Oh. LeBron won another championship. Yeah. yeah it depends how you feel about it. You're, I take it by that line of questioning that you're not thrilled. I I, I wanted his last championship here. I understand. Something. Yeah, I understand. And I was probably with you um, for a while and. I wasn't out there rah-rah rooting for the Lakers, but I didn't have the the hate that I did when he was in Miami. That's for sure. I don't know if it's because he's won a championship for us or maybe I'm just a little older, a little wiser. I don't hang on to that stuff as much. But the only thing that really kind of irked me a little bit was just he went to the Lakers, and he did it I in know. L.A., and the rich get richer, the spoiled get more spoiled, and, you know, they just they, they got handed a championship is what it is. They had nothing. They built nothing. LeBron went there, 
AD demanded a trade there, and that's how they got their championship. It's, and they didn't even have to. They did it because I'm jealous as a Cleveland fan because they didn't have to go through the Clippers. No. They didn't have to go through the Bucks. No. Didn't have to go through the Warriors. No. Didn't have to go through Kevin Durant and nope. Kyrie. Nope. So this was this cakewalk. You think about how difficult it was for us to win a championship in 2016. I thought, God, I thought your answer was going to be so different about this. Well, I I wasn't rooting for him, like I said, but I really did. Once they got up three one, it was over. I was, and well, the Heat won a game. You were afraid of the Cleveland effect. I was afraid. I'm like. Once he got up 3-1, I'm like, man, now I got to root for LeBron because I don't want LeBron to blow a 3-1 lead in the finals. I I like watching ESPN when a team goes up 3-1 in the finals and it says teams are 32-1 and when they go up 3-1. And I know what that one is. I want to be the one, the only team to come back from a 3-1 deficit. And so, I, I hear you. The, I mean, nobody watched. Ratings for football were twice as much as the NBA, so I don't put an asterisk next to this championship, like maybe some people do. But it's—I don't know how you can argue any other way that it's the most irrelevant NBA championship in the history of the league. Yes, I—that's definitely an asterisk. It, it's, you think it's, it's an asterisk? Asterisk? asterisk. Uh, yeah, it's still a championship. There's still the the one team standing at the end. But I wasn't rooting for it. You can't. It just. The reason why is because he left us in purgatory. Like, okay, we got we got good players, and he comes back, and it's like, okay, we'll bring in this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. We win our championship, and then we can't afford those guys anymore because of everything else. He's like, eh, I'm done. Like he did going to Miami. Like he did going to L.A. Well, you think about... I, I, he went to the teams that had enough cap space that could actually have him and then bring somebody else. If you really wanted to be better than MJ and wanted as many titles as MJ, instead of taking the $35 million a year that he gets, he could go, hey, give me 15, I want to win championships. Right. And guess what? You have whatever team you want to have around you. Bring in D-Way. Bring in everybody. AD could have demanded a trade to Cleveland just as easy as he did to LA. They didn't have any phenomenal pieces that they were giving back i understand it's cleveland and it's la but that was kind of my biggest issue with it if he went to oklahoma city if he went to portland if he went to denver one of these other towns that weren't just handed everything here's a championship oh you need another championship here you go you want pal gasol here you go no i you know you can tell that i'm just there's a lot of mixed emotions on my end because you're just you're bitter Cash head. Right. Exactly. And because he should have done it here. And, but you and know just something? think back to it is what it is. Just think back to the twenty seven or the twenty seventeen, even the twenty eighteen team. They could have won the championship this oh, yeah, year with those teams. I mean, the route that the Lakers had to go through. Oh yeah. They didn't have to go through anybody that tough. I mean, give it up to the Heat because they did some phenomenal things and they were tough. But you know, this was supposed to be day, a short were, segment. You realize they that. were a four seed, and so <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, I'm over it. I'm not like I said. I'm not. I as mean, mad. I'm hurt. I'm, I'm not as mad as when he won it with the Heat, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, all right. It's it's like if your kid was an heir to a billion dollar business and he just won the lottery. That's how I feel. You were literally just handed a championship. 
Oh, yeah. I understand there was some hard work that went into it, but give me a break. You did nothing to deserve that L.A. fan. God, I love this side of you. Nothing. I love this spiteful side Uh, of you. It's Steelers week. Sorry. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) All right. So let's get into our trivia answers. Yep. All right. So I asked you who in 1994 was the one to give the Browns their second loss. Okay. I'll let you think hard about that yeah, real quick. I will. And you said it was a Hall of Fame quarterback? Hall of Fame quarterback. So I think back to that time, I think um, to the AFC and what Hall of Fame quarterbacks played in the AFC because odds would tell you they played in AFC teams. So I'll say the Buffalo Bills, Jim Kelly. <clears throat> Dan Marino? Nope. Who? Who else? Other. Warren Moon? The John, John fucking Elway. Come on, man. <laughs> Denver Broncos won. I, I'm taking that as a win because I uh, got you. Your, got the first one. You I got, got your first, first trivia. So with LeBron, all right, we're going to do our top three real quick. Okay. All right. Yep. So with LeBron, we are going to go back in time with our top three basketball players. Favorite basketball Favorite players. basketball players. Yeah. So do you want to start it off? Start All right, I'm starting you with go. number three. Shoot us. Number three. Yep. Mark Price. Yeah, number, number three. Number three, Mark Price. Okay. I love Mark Price. All right. Um, Your number three. My number three, I guess, I, I don't even know if it's truly my number three. but I We're wanted, keeping LeBron off well, this list, right? No. Uh-uh. Is, oh, you're, LeBron, you're, is your LeBron in your top three? No. After God, what no. he just did? God, no. Okay. LeBron was never in my top three. Oh, wow. Um, this is my favorite. That's fine. That's LeBron's fine. not my favorite. So... So, to shake things up a little bit, I wanted to put a, a non-cav in there. Oh, okay. And so, I'm going, I mentioned him way back in maybe episode five or something, my love for Mr. Charles Barkley. Oh, there he is. And just, just the way he played, I mean, I was kind of an undersized big guy, so I looked up to him and the round mound rebound, call me that. Hell Take yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're number two. My number two is my favorite player as a young kid. And he was a part of those Coliseum teams with the Cavs. You want you want to take a guess? No. Oh, okay. Um, he wasn't even a star, really. I don't know why I was drawn to this guy, but Hot Rod Williams. Oh, nice. John nice, Williams. I like that. Oh, yeah, he was my guy. I loved him, number 18. All right, so you want to know my number two? Let's hear your number two. So I had a friend growing up that I don't talk to anymore. Okay. Because they, she lived in L.A. She was a Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was a Sacramento Kings fan. Okay, hold on. Sacramento. Hold on. This Chris is Weber. Chris Weber years. Was it? Chris Weber years. Chris Weber years. Okay. But I got to go with White Chocolate. Jay Will. Number two. Jay Will. Really? Jason Williams. White Chocolate. Were you out there throwing behind the back passes? And I tried. I tried everything <laughs> like that, dude. Hey. You can't were, get it around my love handles, coach. You be I was skinny back then. <laughs> I was skinny ish. Okay. All right. White so chocolate. my number one. Yep. And the only reason I love this man is because in my time, he was a human highlight reel. Yeah. Grand Bubba Larry Johnson. Oh wow. Not even a calf. Not even a calf. I had Mark Price. Wow. Well, you're not your number one. I love Grandma Ma too because like love I Grandma said, Ma. He was a bruiser. the commercials 
everything. He was loved a every minute of it. In the post, he. I mean, yeah, I'm with you there. I love Grandma Ma too. He just didn't crap my top three. So, well, at my number one, we've been talking about him for the last ten minutes. It's the man that brought me a championship. Really? Yeah. As he much wouldn't. as I dislike him right now, I'm trying not to be a prisoner of the moment, and I'm thinking of all the joy that he brought me over the last 15 years, and it's LeBron. I, yeah, I don't like him that he left twice. Don't get me wrong. I understand if you don't like him for doing that, but it, in my mind, that doesn't erase all the good that he did. Uh, I just, I can't, you know, the kids are in the back row. Championship. I understand that. I Take just... you back to June okay. 19th. 2016. Buddy, I was there. I saw it. I understand, but it just... What grandma win you? Hold on. But it, you said favorite players growing up. And no, my... all time. Okay. And I like grandma ball. The only <laughs> reason why I don't like LeBron is he bailed out the first time, yeah. and he bowed out the second time. All right. I'm done giving you crap. Uh, Are that, you done now? Yep. That's your, that's your prerogative. You're allowed. Thank you. You're not the only one. I even gave you white chocolate. <laughs> Who doesn't love white chocolate? I don't care for him. Uh, you're hater. Chris Webber was the best player on that team. Yeah, I bet you he called a timeout. <laughs> you're a broke record, son. That's all right. Call a timeout again. All right. So we are legal hand to the face. Mm-hmm. We support our troops and our military, which I forgot last week because uh, liquor got a hold of me. Did the liquor get a hold of you tonight, too? No, why? What'd we, you forget? We already did our troops. Oh, I forgot again. Our picks. Damn it, our picks. Yep. All right. Vinny. So Vinny, Vinny texted you his Vinny pick. Vinny phoned his pick, and his exact words were, hold on, can you guess what it is? 24-21. <laughs> no, it is 27-24. Oh, Vinny wow. Cleveland. Bumping it up. Oh, he got Cleveland. Okay. He got Cleveland. Wow. Okay. Brian, what are you doing? Man, I'm torn. I mean, do you realize we have never beat that fat quarterback in Pittsburgh not once we've beat him in Cleveland a couple times but never in Pittsburgh yeah I know and so is this going to be the time I'm pulling a U okay I'm listening to my heart oh you're not going with it and not my brain oh shutting the brain off shut the brain off give it to me there's no way in hell I can pick the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat the Browns. Come on! So, we're going 34. I'll say 24. 34-24. 34-24, big bride. Suck on it, Pittsburgh. All right. So, we have the fat guy. And you know something, Brian? I think after the past two games, I'm going to go in line with you, bud. Mm Mm-hmm. Except I'm going to make it a little bit different. <laughs> a little more? No, no, no. I'm going to go 35 Cleveland. Okay. 17 Pittsburgh. And I'm like you. I think that Big Ben gets knocked out before halftime. Yep. Yep. There you go. I'm so gonna... that's what I'm hoping for. Okay. And I'm just dropping my phone and stuff. Throw hey, it down. Throw it down. Drop the mic. We got to drop it and get out of here. <laughs> so thank you, Jarvis. For coming on with us, we I cannot tell you how excited we were to have you on with us. You're an inspiration to everybody, and I hope you get everything 
that you are dreaming for, and we will be behind you 100%, right? Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I can't say, hold on, Ben, say goodnight. All right, there's crickets. I think he's trying cake right now. I think he is, too. Uh, Big Brian, can you give God bless? God bless you. God bless America. God bless those Cleveland Browns. All right, there we go. We support our troops. We support our first responders through this whole thing. We can't thank you enough for listening. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. So, on that note, we are uncorked unloaded and we're out thanks for listening